Let's chat the world game, the A-League, and a win for our Perth glory. Gee, it feels like it's been a while since we've won one, and that's probably because it has been. It was their first win of the season. They came from behind over the Central Coast Mariners at Gosford. I'm not sure that result would have pleased our next guest because he's had an involvement with the Mariners over time. But Phil Moss is with us, President of Football Coaches Australia, part of the 10 commentary team, and oh, he's a staple of Sports Breakfast as well. Hello, Phil. Good morning, mate. How are you? Thanks for having me on. Yeah, nice to speak to you, and particularly after a uh, a win for the Perth Glory. Uh, there's been a lot of talk about what's happening behind the scenes and the, the messy nature of their home games this year, having to play at Macedonia Park. But a win on the road over Central Coast where they were 1-0 down. That's right. It's certainly a baptism of fire for a young manager like Ruben Zadkovic, but... Um that win will do wonders for his confidence and, and the, the confidence of the dressing room, of course. And there's a few other things at play as well. Bruno Fornaroli, of course. I'm sure we'll talk about that in a moment. But uh, let's not um, let's not haze uh, the, the the win because it was so crucial for uh, for Perth to uh, to get those three points in Gosford. It is not an easy place to go, Gosford. Um, I know that firsthand as as both having coached up there, but also coached against the Mariners when I was uh, assisting Arnie at Sydney. Um, so that is a big, big three points, uh, given everything else for, for Perth. And, um, you know, that stung the Mariners as well. They uh, they went into that one expecting to win. They they got off uh, off the mark in the 21st minute. Um, Silvera, good goal. Um, and that's the other thing for Perth. It showed a lot of character um, to, to come from behind and get the three points as well. It did, it did, and, and hopefully that can build something a little bit bigger uh, under Ruben Zadkovic in this season that, that the Glory are expected to struggle. Uh, we do need to talk about Bruno Fornaroli because when players jump on social media and reply to their own club saying a player's ruled out with injury and Bruno says, I'm fit, I'm ready to go, something's not right. What's your information if you have any, Phil? Well, look, having been a coach, um, I, I don't want to speculate on what's happening behind the scenes if you're not there and you don't see it firsthand, it's it's difficult to know, and I think it's unfair to, to speculate as well. But um, suffice to say, um, it needs to be clarified and clarified very quickly whether Bruno's going to be selected again, uh, whether he needs to be moved on from the club, because this is one headline you do not want hanging around because it can be a huge distraction uh, for the coaching staff, the players, the club, the supporters... Um, it's particularly after their first win, um, you want it to go away quickly. Look, it's it's disappointing. It's it's a shame because Bruno Fornaroli uh, has been a fantastic addition to the A League, um, both in Melbourne and and in Perth. Uh, but if the time's up, the time's up, and um, it just needs to be uh, acted on very swiftly. Um, you know, where, where there's smoke, there's fire. And if the club have said he was injured and he's come out on social media and said he wasn't, there's an issue that needs to be resolved. Do you think there's a possibility he's played his last game for Perth Glory? Yeah, I do. I do. Uh, Just the circumstances surrounding uh, how he was left out again, we don't know why. Um, Only those on the inside would know the exact details of that. Um, But, you know, generally these things, there's only one winner and it's usually the club. Um, So whether it's the coach who's fallen out of the club or a player who's fallen out of the coaching staff in the club, the club is uh, is the most important thing, so um, I, I expect it to be resolved this week very quickly. Phil, Sydney FC and Adelaide United finished in an entertaining two-all draw, but all the talk was about uh, a red card, and, and Craig Goodwin's comments, I guess, have been talked about post-match as well. Um, what, what did you make of the red card? 
Well, I was there at the game. Um, it wasn't a red card in real time. It wasn't a red card in the replay. It shouldn't have been uh, allowed by VAR. And I even slept on it, woke up the next morning and looked at it again, and it still wasn't a red card. Um, the MRP have uh, agreed with that, um, and uh, they've rescinded the red card, which is great, but you, you can't give back unless you were to replay the game, which I'm not uh, suggesting should happen. But you can't give back that... Um, you know, what was it, uh, 60, 50 minutes, I think it was, um, that Adelaide had to play with 10 men. And, and look, that could have impacted the results either way. Um, Sydney, 11 v 11, may have gone on and won the game. 11 v 11, Adelaide may have won the game. We'll never know. But um, suffice to say, it was uh, it was a terrible decision. I'm not one to jump on the bandwagon and, and beat up on referees. Uh, the older I get, the more respect I have for them because it's a tough, tough gig. But when we've got VAR and Kurt Ams was uh, was in the bunker, I, I can't see how Kurt couldn't have uh, overruled that one. It's there, VAR, to stop the howler. There's no doubt in my mind that was a howl because uh, anyone who knows football and knows the rhythm of, of a game and, and what happens when players go into tackles will know that that was clearly momentum that carried him into the ankle of uh, Anthony Caceres. Should never have been given in the first place should have been rubbed out there and then by VAR it wasn't. Uh, we move on and hopefully learn from our mistakes. Another game, Phil, that had a red card uh, was the Melbourne Derby, uh, the old-fashioned Melbourne Derby, Melbourne Victory and Melbourne City. City look every bit, again, uh, contender for this year's title. 2 nil win over victory and going along very nicely. Yeah, they are. Um, absolutely. Paddy Kisnorvo, what an introduction to senior management he's had um, despite the disappointment of losing last year's uh, last season's grand final. But, um, yeah, the red card to Josh Delante, gee, the, 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 the first, yeah, the second yellow card, I don't think you have any argument about. The first one I thought was soft. Um, so whether he deserved to have the two yellow cards, uh, that's up for debate. I, I didn't think the first one was warranted. Um, but uh, nevertheless, he, uh, he was sent off. Um, Melbourne City had already taken full advantage with a, with a wonderful start. McLaren off from the penalty spot, um, off the nanny tackle. And Cadete with that own goal, um, they were both scored 17th and 19th minutes. Uh, Brillante sent off in the 35th, so whether they would have recovered with 11 men, we'll never know. But um, yeah, Melbourne City looking ominous. I still think Melbourne Victory um, will will be there or thereabouts for the title or, or both titles this season. I think um, Popovich is doing a, a wonderful job, as he does. Um, and I think Nani will just get better and better. He's in great physical nick, as we've seen. Um, love the all-access uh show on Paramount Plus where we got behind the scenes mm. with him. Um, you can see the mindset of him, so uh, I think they're in for a big season. Yeah, no, it's really good to see some of the behind the scenes footage and, and see the players uh, chatting amongst each other and uh, the coaches of course having their say as well, so it's uh, yeah, it's terrific. We love the access to, to the, the stuff that happens behind the four walls. Uh, Phil Moss is with us, President of Football Coaches Australia. He's also part of the 10 Paramount Plus uh, commentary team of the A-League. We're uh, three rounds through the A-League season for 2022-2023. Newcastle have won both of their games so far. They beat the Phoenix 3-1. Is it a surprise how well they've started, Phil, or was this something you, you saw coming at the start of the year? Oh, look, I'm, I'm certainly no genius when it comes to predicting the future, but um, when you when you look at their lineup, um, particularly the, the, in the attacking part of the field, um, it's really exciting. Um, you know, when you look at the, the likes of Soterio, um, Dartmelia, uh, Piscopo, Bahaja, um, you know, and then they, they're, they're protected by two holding midfielders, Burgate and O'Neill. 
you know they're going to cause problems going forward this season. It's just a it's, it's a given. And once they start, and I still don't think they've clicked yet. It's the first time they've gone back to back Newcastle uh, with wins to start a season in 17 years. Um, so a little bit of a history uh, history broken there. But um, Darts Melly has scored a goal for the ages. That one will be talked about, and no doubt in the I think in the grand final for goals of the season. Wonderful uh, combination with Piscopo on the edge of the box, and then an incredible left foot strike into the top far corner. So, look, I think they're a team to watch this season. Arthur Pappas has been big on the talk around the way he wants to play football. It was pretty last season to watch, but not effective. This season, it's about turning that uh, good football into uh, into effective results, and uh, so far, so good. Phil, we're only three rounds through, so it's not panic stations really, but there's five teams that are still looking for their first win, and reigning champs Western United only got their first point at the weekend with their draw. Is there any concern around Western United or any of these teams that are still searching for that first win? You know what? I, I think they're actually playing some better football than what they did last season, Western United. I, I think oh. the results are only a matter of time before they start to come, and obviously uh, they got off the mark with that point uh, against MacArthur. But, um, you know, I just I, I think, um, you know, Lacroix has started the season poorly at the back um, and, and single-handedly probably cost them a game, uh, with all due respect to him, because I think he's a wonderful player, just been just a bit, a bit slow out of the blocks this season. But, yeah, no, I think Johnny Alois has got his squad um, heading in the right direction again. Um, obviously, it's always difficult to back up after you've won a, a title, but I think they're, uh, they'll be fine. They just need a, a couple of tweaks. And I don't even think it's structurally, um, physically or, or, or technically. It's just mentally. They just need to get that belief back. And once they get it, and obviously Diamante uh, came off the bench last weekend, the quicker he starts playing again, the, the better for Johnny and um, and the, the, the squad, and they'll be fine. Phil, just before I let you go, um, English Premier League as well. Uh, Liverpool are a fair way down the uh, the table at the moment. Arsenal have been the big surprise through the opening 11 match days of English Premier League. Been a bit of a stop-start season, and that'll continue when we get to the FIFA World Cup. It's not too far away at all. Um, any concerns around Liverpool and their football, the way that they're playing? <laughs> Did you have to bring that yeah, up? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I've got major concerns. I, I, don't, I don't think they can win the title. I really don't. Mm. Uh, I'm not being defeatist when I say that. I just think they're, they're coming from too far back already. Um, and, you know, if you look at the results they've already had, um, you know, four, uh, four draws, three losses, um, I can't remember the last time I saw that at this stage of the season after just 11 games. So, um, you know, I think the uh, I think the focus will probably shift. Obviously, making making Europe again, so top top four, but really going as far as they can in the Champions League again. But um, yeah, just you know, you, ca- you can't pinpoint it to Mane's exit, of course, and, and maybe Nunes's uh, slowish start to the season. Um, but certainly, there's some. Um, you know, there, there, there is some concerns there for, for Jurgen Klopp, and he's got injuries at the back, of course, we know that. But, um, yeah, they need to get going, get going quickly. They're, they're more than capable of going on a long run and, and securing that top four. I just think the title might be too far out of reach already. Phil, we know that uh, the managerial game in English football in particular is brutal. Is Jurgen Klopp under any deal of pressure with this sluggish start, or does he have a bit of time up his sleeve with how well he's gone over so many years? Plenty of time up his sleeve. Uh, what, what Klopp has done at that club, he, he's a CEO of football, really. Mm. He's not just a manager. The, the way he's uh, transformed the club and, and taken it back to, to glory days is, is remarkable. And 
you know, every coach is um, is allowed, uh, you know, once you've got runs on the board and, and you've won titles, um, every coach is, is allowed to go through a bit of a rough trot. You can't be at the top the whole time. It's impossible. Um, so I think he's got plenty of time up his sleeve. And, um, you know, in my mind, there's there's no, no better manager in world football to, uh, to run that club. Is Arsenal's start to the season sustainable or will there be a slide as this season continues? No, I think I think it's sustainable. I mean, you know, will they win the title? I, I don't think they will. I think Manchester City, um, if Arlen stays fit, I just don't think anyone can touch them. Um, but I don't see Arsenal sliding. I, I see them in, in that fight. I see them in the top four. Definitely, it's been a wonderful start. Arteta, the question marks were, can he take Arsenal to the next level? Well, after 11 games, you'd have to say that he's certainly done that uh, off the back of last season. And uh, watching um, watching the, the documentary, the doco series on Arsenal behind the scenes um, on, on one of the streaming um, platforms, magnificent. The way he manages his players, how he is behind the scenes, all action, all energy, uh, very emotional, um, a good attachment to his players. So I can't see any reason why they've gone to the next level now. They can't keep that going. Look forward to seeing how it unfolds. So much football for you and plenty of football fans to consume. Phil, thanks for your time on Sport FM in Perth as always. Good on you, Jacob. Thanks for having me. Phil Moss joining us, President of Football Coaches Australia. He's part of the 10 and Paramount Plus commentary team on the A-League. We're three rounds through when the glory sits sixth at the moment. They're one of six teams that have had a win so far in this new A-League season.